This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. And I'm Lance Wackerly. Well, welcome to Sick and Wrong. <laughs> You're expecting something clever this week? Dude, yeah, you kind of surprised me. I was waiting for your usual, like, you know, tomfoolery you do in the intro. It's minimalism. Well, happy Halloween there, Wackerly. Belated happy Halloween. Yeah. I hate Halloween, so I'm glad it's over. I know, dude. You, you know, personally, Halloween is probably one of my favorite holidays of the year. Just because of what it's turned into. Halloween used to be, you know, it's a holiday. Like, I think the reason you hate it is because you just think it's a holiday where you take your kids trick-or-treating. It's not that anymore. <laughs> okay. That's the, not what I think, but okay. What it's turned into, it's turned into slut fest every I like year. This, I like, I like the, that. You don't I like, like sluts? This, <laughs> the one thing I like about Halloween are the chicks dressed up as sluts. What Slutty about the nurse. dudes dressed up as chicks? Uh, that's well, what I hate is having to dress up myself, and then and people people criticizing you know if you just don't put any effort into your costume, it's just so annoying. Like, no, I didn't put any effort into this. I spent five minutes. You're lucky I'm wearing anything. I could have just came in a jeans and a t-shirt and been the Fonz or something. No, I, you know I totally agree with you though. People are kind of going to you know they're they're excessive about their Halloween costumes, and you know if if it's funny. If it's witty, why not? Why, why not do it? But I mean, it, it seems like now every year I have to do like this elaborate girlfriend, boyfriend oh, costume God. idea. The, the every fucking year costume? it's a couple costume for That's me. I, I hate horrible it. horrible part of it, yeah. I mean, it does. It kind of detracts from your enjoyment of Halloween. The reason I like Halloween is because you could just kind of go out, check out sluts. There's always parties going on. And yeah, the party's just full of drunken sluts. That's fun. But when it comes to the point where you have to plan ahead and you have to do this like elaborate couple concept, you know, couple costume. Right. That's when it gets tedious. And and I do like the sluts, but I I hate male or females who, who are just really into their costume, you know? How so? You mean people that are just like, look at me. Look at me. I'm look at this incredible costume I have. Or, or isn't it so funny? Or, or else people who, people who are dressing up, it, it, it has nothing to do with Halloween. They're really dressing up because they really do want, wish that they were the Batman or whatever. Well, now those like, are the people that carried dream. a bit too far. Yeah. yeah well, that, that's it, why I always say the guys that dress up as chicks. You know, it's the one year where it's condoned, where it's socially accepted. They can go out and dress up as a woman. But deep down inside, they really do want to be women. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what I'm saying. Or the no. guy you know, who wants to be, uh, I don't know, whatever. I think the reason you Raggedy have such animosity Andy. towards Halloween is because well, the past few years, they don't allow sex offenders to go out. Is that the reason? I'm not sure. Just because I put my dick <laughs> through the bottom of the candy jar one time. You're like, dig deep, children. I thought those kids dig were 18. Deep. So um, in San Francisco... This is definitely one town that I always thought knows how to celebrate Halloween. And I've often wondered, you know, different cities, how they go about celebrating Halloween. But in San Francisco, it's kind of become like a, I know it's like nationally renowned, but I mean, they have this huge, massive party in the Castro area, like wow, Market, Market and Castro. But I'm, yeah, it's pretty gay. But I mean, there must be like, what, 250,000 people that go to this thing? They block Wouldn't off all of Market me. Street and wall to wall people, wall to wall people, the entire street, entire intersection. When's the last time you went and checked that out? Like three years ago. There's never anywhere to pee, and then they crack down on people on having booze and. and See it. now, I remember the when I first moved down here to the Bay Area like six years ago. We went down there. It's a big group of us. I think you were dressed up as like uh, I think everyone's dressed up as Smurfs or something. Yeah, we made some it was Smurf something costumes. like that. But I mean, there are like people like the drag queens were in elaborate costumes. Everyone was partying. We were just walking around like Mardi Gras with the open, you know, alcohol in our hands. And I mean, it was just like a cool party. And we probably partied till like two in the morning. Well, now the city's like since I guess the, it's growing you know, exponentially, and now the city's kind of cracked down on it. You're not allowed to stay out past uh, 11 o'clock curfew, no alcohol allowed, and I think they charge you admission. That may very well be. I mean, but, I think it's been getting more and more violent as people come from out of town just come in to start shit. 
Well, it's, it's been a few years since I went. Like, I didn't even go last night. Last night, or on Halloween, I actually ended up going to check out the cramps over at the Fillmore. Yeah. Which, well, is, always, a, which is always a good time. Apparently, this year, they outdid themselves with the violence, uh, and they think they might actually be closing the, the Can, uh, yeah, they're Castro canceling. Halloween thing down because, uh, what, 10 people got shot? 10 people were shot last night on Halloween. Is that crazy at the Castro? It's like a big gay mecca party, and yet yeah, 10 people get shot. But... It, I will point out, it wasn't 10 different shootings. It was one guy just spraying bullets at a Into bunch of a people crowd. because he got dissed or some shit like that. No, I, was re- I was reading an article about it. What they said is there was like, it was like two rival gangs, I guess. like, uh, and, and that's what I noticed even the past last time I went. It was just like all these thugs are out there, not dressed up as thugs, real, real thugs. thugs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not going out there being like, oh, I'm Tupac. I'm Notorious B.I.G. No, they're like actually going out there. This is, you know, I'm a thug. I don't believe it was gang violence for a second. It was like so, two groups of people were drunk. Somebody bumped into somebody else. Instead of just playing it off like a normal person, they get all hard and like, you know, oh, you, you disrespected me, blah, blah, blah. And somebody threw some shit at somebody else. And he goes else. and shoots so a three-year-old. Yeah. No, and then all of a sudden, you know, some one of these douchebags pulls a gun out. Well, what happened annoying. is like, yeah, someone threw a bottle at this crowd of youths. And uh, the the other guy like pulled out his gun and just shot like nine people. Like he just shot nine random bullets, and it no one actually was killed. No, they were all just. Grazed but no one seriously wounded. But yeah, like uh, I think people, one person though. was hit in the knee, and then a, a few people were grazed. Ten different shots, right? At least ten bullets were fired. Yeah, and I guess like the I read that the mayor of San Francisco, Gavin Newsom, was saying that the sad thing is we actually stepped up patrols this year. Yeah, that's the other thing. Where the fuck were the co- the SFPD is completely useless. This, this Dude, sounding like inept. a this they're is sounding inept. like a political San Francisco politics rant podcast. But where the fuck were all these cops that were supposed to be there? They said they had like 500 cops and cops on horses so going where out the there hell patrol were they? people. You could have a cop every 10 feet in that area with that many cops. And you're telling me there was not a single cop around to just well, fucking blow this guy away? There are rumors circulating that there were going to be like cops in riot gear just clearing everybody out at 11. And Good. I guess. I mean, that's that's what's necessary, apparently. They were trying to clear it out. And uh, then, yeah, the, the altercation happened. A bunch of people were shot. But you know, it just leads me to believe. Like I, you know, I honestly think they probably should cancel the Halloween party in the Castro. If I lived in that neighborhood, I'd be pulling for that so hard. Dude, I don't even yet, go to it anymore for that because reason. That's the gayest neighborhood in San Francisco. Yeah, I, I don't think I could deal with it either. But no, I mean that, that's the whole reason. But yeah, I mean I'm sure people uh, out there are, have heard of the San Francisco Halloween party. Well, next year it might not happen. Yeah, don't plan a vacation because you. Might... And you can blame it on the thugs. You might there not might not be any party, and we're not letting you into the sick and wrong studios. But one thing I was wondering, though, one thing I am wondering is I wonder how many cities out there do something on Halloween. I heard that Madison, Wisconsin, has a crazy Halloween party. I'm sure but, Amsterdam and uh, you know New York, Manhattan has one, I'm, and L- I, Chicago LA. never did anything. Well, it's too fucking cold in Chicago. Yeah, that's true. Well, email us, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com, and let us know what you do for Halloween. I'd like to see some, you know, crazy costumes if people have some funny pictures, you know. Well, we're going to – I got an email of uh, some people who took some pictures of some really cool costumes this year. We're going to have to post them on the website. I uh, emailed them to you, but there's some really, um, yeah, very witty original costumes. We'll put up the choice ones. I think my favorite one is this one guy dressed as a priest with, like, a little toddler like a doll attached to his crotch. It looks it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's funnier to see, so we'll just yeah. put it on the website. We'll put it on the website, so go check it out. Sigarong's favorite Halloween costumes for this year. And we'll put up listeners' picks if we get any good ones. Yeah, Podcast at hotmail.com. Well, this is uh, Podcast 43, and uh, yeah, we're moving along towards the uh, 50 podcast mark where I've, you know, we've been getting all these emails of people saying they want my brother my gay brother to come back on the podcast yeah, fifty. He's way popular. You know, I mentioned it to him way. tonight. I mentioned it, mentioned it to him tonight, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't know, maybe." And I was like, "Dude, you oh, have fans." Now, now he's a fucking prima donna. Yeah. Now he's gonna make us. You know, I, I don't. I don't even want to imagine what he'll make us do. <laughs> I don't know. He, he's kind of like Madonna, something like that. But um, yeah, it's podcast forty three. We have a lot to get through tonight. I have some good articles. There's actually kind of a lot that happened locally. That uh, I think we should get to. Yeah. But um, and uh, listeners sent in a pretty good article as well. Last week, I believe I started off, so I think you're going to start it off this time. But uh, in terms of who won for Podcast 42, 
Once again, it was Wackerly. Wackerly came in on top. Dude, you had like 90-some-odd votes. Yeah, two weeks in a row. I came Booyah! in. I came in with like 78 votes, and the listener who had uh, the story about the, uh, the uh, pizza dinner being ruined by the bum urine, uh, he got about 40 votes. Which, so. which is interesting because didn't get a lot of votes, well, comparatively. But it did but spark the, uh, a discussion. People, I think people did get into the, yeah, the discussion the because experiment. we got a lot of uh, votes on the thought experiment. Yeah, and uh, the compulsory uh, experiment. Right? Yeah, we're going to have to get to the results of that. But uh, yeah, Wackerly did win, and I did buy him a case of MGD, and I hope you're enjoying it. Great. seem to be drinking it proudly. But uh, for Podcast 43, since I started last week, I think you're going to have to kick off the show here, Wackerly. All right. This MGD is really gasifying my bowels, I'll have to warn you. Oh, great. Thanks for the warning, dude. (laughs) All right, I got this one from uh, the Denver Post. Denver, Colorado. Uh, Zuri Kai McGee. What kind of a name is that? I have no idea. Zuri Kai McGee. He's a 32-year-old gentleman. Was sentenced to 508 years in prison on Monday. Ooh. Day before Halloween. Um, 63 counts of child molestation. Uh, prior to that, uh, now I lost it. Uh, last 500 maybe, counts, maybe a year ago. No, no, no. 500 years for 63 counts. Okay. So 63 mol- incidents of molestation, but he got 500 years. He's quite the molester. I mean, I think that's, that's probably a record, right? I don't um, know, dude. 63 is a, a lot. Well, but, as uh, far as a sentence, 508 years, come on. Yeah. But in terms of molestation, dude, I've, I've I mean, I've, I've read about priests that just kill that record. 63. It's pretty high. It's kind of was he a training to be a priest? He might have Is been. Because listen to this, <laughs> scout leader. <laughs> listen to this. So he got five hundred and eight years for the sixty three counts this Monday. But like a year ago, I can't find the date. He, oh, here we go. In night, not a year ago, a couple, several years ago, in nineteen ninety eight, he got three hundred and twenty one days, one year, less than a year, for twenty three counts. Dude, how could you only get one year for 23 counts of molestation? And then, for 63, you get 508 years. That seems a little... The ratios are off, but I guess it's kind of like a second strike Repeat offender. Or, repeat or offender. Or 63rd strike, or, or what is it? It'd so, be 80, 86th strike. So you how, get 508 years. How come this this kid, or this dude, is so prolific? Well, here's the why this... this normally, I guess, is... I guess it's kind of interesting that he got this super long sentence, but here's why this story is sick and wrong, in my opinion. All right. Uh, Zurikai McGee is 32 years old. Zurikai. But prosecutors say the reason he was such a successful kitty diddler uh, is that his mom, Soldad McGee, who's 54, introduced her son to other parents who's... Remember, her son's 32. She introduced her son to other parents and led led these other parents to believe that he was as young as 13. Whoa, whoa. How the hell does that happen? She perpetuated this myth by dropping him off at people's homes while she went shopping. Remember, he's 32. <laughs> um, paying his rent, although um, she paid his rent, but uh, he would tell people that he lived with an uncle. And he would, e- she would even bring him phony homework when he was at these other people's houses. <laughs> Dude, I don't even understand this. Was she like, okay, uh, you know, uh, Zuri, you're going to go for the molesting record here, and I'm going to help you out? Well, he obviously knows what he likes. He likes young boys, a couple girls, actually. It was like 18 boys and two girls, That's which I always – Why would she help him? Like, are you gay or are you not gay? Are you just testing the water over there? You didn't like it? You know, die for seconds. I don't even know again. if that falls under the uh, homosexual category. I think that falls under the sick and twisted fucking pedophile category. So you think pedophiles don't have a preference as far as uh, kitty penis or they're vagina. just deviant? Okay, they're they're just deviant. Well, he obviously prefers boys because it was eighteen boys and two girls. But uh, right. but he knows what he likes. Who cares? It, it, she's so the mom is fucked up. But what's wrong with these parents? 
The guy's I mean, 32. Is, How fucking <laughs> retarded are you? He's not 13. But would he come over just like, oh, yeah, you know, my boy wants to come play with your kids? Or is he? did he come over as like a babysitter? Did he come over as like, you know, uh, the, the math tutor? No, no. I mean, the kids that he the kids that he was molesting were between the ages of nine and fourteen. Parents thought that he was between the ages of nine and fourteen. His mom would say, "I need to go shopping. Would you let my son play with your children? Watch him. They're all the same age. Even though he looks like he's fucking thirty-two, he must have been very convincing." Well, I here, um, other parents. Come on, mom, please. Other, other, the other parents allegedly thought he was a short, muscular teen. What the fuck? People are retarded. <laughs> I, I, I don't even understand that. Um, well, she uh, so yeah, so she's being a, uh, accused of you know uh, helping him aiding with this. and abetting the uh, yeah pedophile. One one of these women, uh, the, the passing out the one smurfs. of the victims' mothers, I guess, at the trial. This was actually the trial of the mom. The uh, this was about a year ago that the mom was put on trial for aiding and abetting. But at the trial of the mom. One of the uh, victim's mothers got up and said, this woman brought her 30-year-old son to stay with us. She lied to my face. (laughs) How can you? It's like you're believing that he's less than half of the age that he really is. We have a real serious problem with perception. I I don't know it's perception or maybe she has like some difficulty in sight or something. I I don't know. um, It, It makes no sense to me. Yeah, prosecutor said that she would introduce him to uh, families with young children as a minor child, not a man. She was supporting him in his uh, nefarious <laughs> activities by portraying him as a child. Um, That's just absolutely <clears throat> bizarre. Kai even hears some more of his bizarre stuff that he did. Just, just so, I mean, all these, all these uh, machinations are just so he can uh, molest young children. Remember this. But I even, wonder, did he the went mom to a, know? He, listen, though, he went to an elementary school in Aurora, uh which I guess is in Colorado, with uh, the 11-year-old son of one of these families and posed as a stepbrother. You ever see that movie with John Cryer hiding out where he's like a mob informant or something and he and he's really like 35 but he goes back no yeah I, I don't usually watch the pedophile movies that you <laughs> okay. uh, seem to rent but all the time it's a ridiculous movie but he was doing it so he didn't get killed by the mob but this guy once again is doing it so uh he can you know diddle he can diddle, diddle some more kids preteens God, what, I mean, what other ruses did she try, try to perpetuate here? Like, did she try to like say, "Hey, uh, you know, put him in like a scout troop, yeah, you know, enter him into the Special next. Olympics"? Like, my kid's retarded too. Hey, hey, he's I don't not know. into retards. <laughs> okay, okay, he's into right. preteens. Okay, okay preteens. <laughs> but that was one of the questions. Was the big question at the mom's trial was, does she did she know that that he was so into molesting children? Or was Did she, she think just, he just wanted to play with kids? Yeah, like he was a Pee Wee Herman or something. I mean, did, know, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson did Michael Jackson's person. mother do this for Michael Jackson? But she's having a hard time denying that she didn't know because of his previous trial Yeah, that, <laughs> in that 98. Absolutely makes no sense. So she didn't believe that conviction is what she says. She says she didn't believe he was guilty. She thought he was railroaded, blah, 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 blah. That's the end of that story. So he was sentenced to 508 years. What did the mom get? Um, I didn't get that. You know, I hope she got, I got an at article, least like article, 208 article, years. Yeah, this article was written while she was at trial. I think I did read something like, no, I didn't. I don't know. Did they mention that she had any other children? Did he have siblings? I do not believe he has siblings, but he must have a dad, and I'm sure that that dad must be really proud. Yeah. Perpetual 32-year-old man, child, child molester. Child molester, yeah. So, you know, on the uh, sick and wrong scale... So this guy, I mean, molested, he was prolific, 63 counts, 63 counts of molestation, and the fact that the mother assisted him in the the molestation, I'm going to have to give that at least, at least an eight. Yeah, I'm going to give it a, I think it would probably rank in the eight range. If it wasn't for the fucking stupidity of these parents, I can't believe it. You look at a picture of this guy, there are pictures of him. He does not look like he's 13, so I'm going to give it an 8.5 for being sick and wrong and full of stupidity. And full of stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we can have the listening audience vote on that one. Moving on here to uh, my article for uh, Podcast 43. Also involves a young child, 
but uh, isn't exactly molestation. It kind of falls under the torture death category. But uh, actually, I would put this. I would put this into the um, East Bay Parent of the Year Award. Hey, you know, it's like you know how like you always do those articles of like, okay, here's some great parenting yeah. parent of the year. Well, I think this woman is from the uh, East Bay. Actually, it's local local story. Um, this woman definitely wins the Sick and Wrong Parent of the Year award. Well, the year's not over, but she's yeah, probably well, in the in the in the. She's lead definitely in the running. Point. I would say she's in in the lead for uh, best parent. So a mother charged in torture death of eight-year-old boy. This happened in Richmond, California, which is only, what, about 15 minutes away from Oakland? The Sick and Wrong studio? Yep. So a Richmond woman was charged today with torture and child endangerment in the death of her eight-year-old son. I'm sure you probably heard of this story. It seemed to have been making some headlines. Uh, Contra Costa County prosecutors filed two felony counts against Teresa Marie Moses... 23 years old, in connection with Friday's death of Rajan Daniels, who is her child, who police say lived in a locked bedroom outfitted with a surveillance camera and an alarm that notified his mother whenever he got off of his bed. Dude, this woman was twisted. I, I mean, used to play that game of my own volition, you know, like the floor is lava and you have to jump from the chair to the couch. And But, you know, I wasn't Were you forced, for, I wasn't yeah, were you forced to play that game? No. Okay. It's probably a little different. Yeah. So, How, wait, uh, but she's 23 and the kid is eight? Eight. So she so was she like was 15, 15 years old when she had this kid. Wow. A little more on that later. Uh, prosecutors are awaiting the results of toxicology tests from the coroner before determining whether or not to file a murder charge against the mother. At about 5.15 p.m. this past Friday, police and paramedics found Rajan Unresponsive in, his, unresponsive in his bedroom on the 700 block of uh, South 40th Street in Richmond. He was covered with chemical and rope burns, sores, and other injuries on all parts of his body, particularly his genitalia. I think which, she needs uh, the 911 nanny or nanny 911 to or, come uh, over. Or Fran Drescher. Yeah. And that might be a good idea. I guess... Um, that's so tor- that's tor- her voice is torture. That's, that's We don't want to torture this kid anymore. Yeah, that, that would have just been worse. But... um. So there's been uh, details and facts being revealed and subsequent stories here. I guess uh, child welfare, Oakland Child Welfare here, was contacted three times before the boy died. And uh, they actually went and, you know, checked on his well-being, checked on the, checked on the, uh, the home in which he lived. They paid uh, three visits to his home and uh, never actually did anything about it. Uh, they, they, That's always the story. Whenever a, ki- a little kid dies from just being abused horribly, they always they always say child welfare went over seven or eight times and they couldn't do anything about well, it. Well, they say because of confidentiality rules, agency workers cannot say if they actually saw anything. But What's they, the point of that that you know Department of Government if they can dude, never do it's anything? Feck, feckless bureaucracy. Seriously, it's absolutely worthless. I mean, they, they, they're completely ineffective. Yeah, apparently. And uh, I guess they said they found no signs of abuse and did not remove him from the home. And, uh, yeah, like um, a few months later, he's dead. Yeah, so, that's uh, what always happens. Police said the boy had traces of vomit on his face and may have died from swallowing household cleaner or another poison. Authorities are awaiting results of the toxicology test to determine exactly um, what killed the kid. But what, what, what's being raised here is questions about whether anything more could have been done to protect the child. So the first time child welfare workers were notified that this kid was being abused is when the mother called police accusing her estranged husband, a guy named Damien Hall. I love how uh, the uh, estranged husband and the mother have different surnames than the kid. The, the, the mother's last name is Moses. The uh, estranged husband's last name is Hall. And the boy's last name is Daniels. How does that happen? I don't know. I think the uh, mom might be a slut. Uh, police found no evidence to support her claims that the uh, husband was abusing the kid. And so they declined to file charges, but yet still left the child in the home. You know, that's fine. The second time that uh, child welfare was uh, notified is when um, the teacher sent a letter to the elementary school the kid went to saying that um, instructing the school not to give... Rajan cafeteria food. Yeah, he please don't feed my child. He's on a strict starvation uh, abuse diet. Yeah, she says for medical, I mean sadistic reasons, Rajan will be on a special diet and will no longer be eating food from the cafeteria. I will bring his lunch to him. 
And so I guess uh, school officials notified child welfare about that. They checked it out. Nothing was done. The third time is uh, when they found the kid. I guess he had apparently run away from home. And uh, he was playing on a jungle gym for hours outside of a San Pablo restaurant. And, uh, yeah, they ended up bringing the kid back to the house. So um, a little background on the mother here. Moses, so much for the fight-or-flight instinct. Yeah. <laughs> I guess society tamps that down. No, they, they just bring him back for a little bit more. Moses, who works as a uh, UPS supervisor in Richmond, told police she had disciplined him and poured a chemical on him for what she perceived to be misbehavior, such as urinating or defecating on himself in his locked bedroom. Where his yeah. mother gave him food, mixed in a blender, and monitored him with a surveillance camera. So the kid wasn't allowed to leave his room. He was locked to his bed. He so was of course fed, he would he shit his pants. Liquid foods. Liquid food with uh, stuff she mixed in a blender. Mm. And uh, yeah, it wasn't cafeteria food. And so uh, yeah, she she uh, she uh, disciplined him. And what she did is she poured she would pour a chemical. They didn't actually specify what chemical it was on his genitalia, which she thought would lead him to uh, stop. You know. Shitting his pants. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, she could have just rubbed his nose in it, but apparently it's like, no, I'm just going to burn your genitalia off. On the rare occasion that uh, Rajan was allowed outside his locked bedroom, the boy would look to his mother for approval before addressing other people. That's what his great-grandmother, Lillian Ponder, said. She said, if I offered him a cookie, he would have to look at his mother. When he comes and sits down... Then she would blend it. <laughs> When he comes and sits down, he couldn't move until she said he could. So this kid was, like, completely trained. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah. So although the grandmother said she thought that that was strange, she didn't notice any signs of abuse. Listen to this. She would sit right between us. I couldn't notice anything. He was fully dressed. So, so I mean, well, well, why would that not strike her as odd? That this kid would have to look at his mother to, you know, to, to speak? Oh. She well, the mom's obviously nuts. So if the kid was naked, and or maybe wasn't wearing any pants, then the great grandmother might have said, "Okay, something's going on here." But I think what she's saying is the mother never let anybody really get near the kid. That's what the the great grandma's saying that the mother would always sit between the great grandmother and the kid, so the great grandmother could never get a close look at him. Yeah, but the fact that that the kid was locked in his bedroom. Wouldn't that be like a warning sign for you? Wouldn't like a red flag go up and say, hey, you know what? Something is awry here. Well, it'd be a warning sign if, if the mom never let the great-grandma get near the kid like she's a bear or something. But, but the, the kid, or the, the mother even had a sister who also has a different surname that said, uh, it's shocking to everybody and we're trying to cope with it the best way we can. Don't you think the sister would have been like, hey, um, you know, uh, Moses, <laughs> you're a... Uh, a little too harsh on your kid. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe let him eat cafeteria food. Maybe let him eat solids. Yeah, solids. And, uh, you stuff. know, and, and if he shits his pants, clean his pants off. Don't pour Drano on his crotch. I read that uh, she actually ended up taking the kid out of school and was home, quote unquote, homeschooling him. Then that was my next part. So um, what actually happened is she filed a private school affidavit with the state, of, state Department of Education establishing... Teresa's homeschool. I think you have to do that. If you yeah. homeschool your kids, you have to establish some reason that they're not in school or else they can be accused of truancy, right? Yeah, it's a legitimate way of preventing students from being declared truant. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, they they didn't even think anything was strange about that. But, you know, it leads me to believe, too, how many kids do you know that were homeschooled? A couple. You know, I mean, were they Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah, were they? I mean, yeah, were they, they just they like weird Christian came, religious yeah, they kids? They usually came from weird religious families. Uh, you know, back where I grew up, there aren't a lot of religious parochial schools. So if you're religious, you just homeschool your kids. Yeah, but those kids know, are weird. But this woman is only 23 years old. I guess uh, the kid was born in '98. Uh, the woman, the mother here, was 15 years old, and her boyfriend at the time was 16. So she's only 15 years old. Who would let what what school official would be like, yeah, just homeschool your kid. You're well, you're twenty. <laughs> to you know, be fair, yeah, yeah, why not? Okay, yeah. To be fair, she was probably twenty when she decided that she was gonna homeschool the kid. That's yeah, still... but twenty years old and she's gonna homeschool young. their kid. Yeah. And and she's like, So what do you do for them? UPS supervisor. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I just think That was her job, right? Yeah. She was a UPS supervisor. Yeah, UPS supervisor. I, I, I imagine she's not, you know. 
I mean, does that genius? qualify her to be a teacher of a kid? I imagine she's not a genius. I'm just I'm wondering about UPS, why they would employ somebody like that. Well, so the kid, apparently, I guess she had uh, poured this poisonous substance on his crotch. It burned him, and he was covered in sores and rope burns. I, I, I guess she restrained him to his bed Sounds like it. and had the uh, surveillance camera on him. And, yeah, I, I think what probably happened is he – I think he probably committed suicide. He probably was just like, you know what, dude, fuck this. I'm just going to do a shot of this Drano, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm not going to have to have my dick burned anymore. I think uh, all that can be said is uh, this woman was unfit for motherhood. She she definitely was, but if you see a picture of her, she doesn't look like she's that insane. But yeah, you're you know, right. they they never do. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see some of these follow up articles to actually find out what happened to this kid. Because I personally, I think this woman should be tried for murder. Well, she's being held on like two million dollars bail. Yeah, no, she yeah, she is definitely held on a two million dollar bond. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on the sick and wrong scale since the kid died. Since she, um, I mean, this must have been years of torture for this poor eight-year-old who knew nothing, nothing else. And he even had a sister who, like, was treated, like, you know, she was treated normally. That happens a lot in these child abuse cases. But, but why abuse a boy? But that happens, that's what I'm saying, it happens a lot whenever there's a, a young girl or something that's burned with cigarettes and locked in a closet. The other be, kid's fine. There'll be two other kids that just, you know, are playing Nintendo and running around and playing on the swing set in the backyard. It's just something Man. about... These types of parents that are fucked in the head, they just focus all of that on one kid for some reason. Yeah, it must have been the firstborn, I don't know, different father or something. But uh, so the fact that this kid had his genitalia repeatedly burned and he died, I'm going to have to give this. I'm definitely gonna, going to award her, her with the uh, Mother of the Year Award, Sigurong Mother of the Year Award. And I'm going to probably that give this fair. about a 9.1. Uh, I was going to say the same thing, 9.1. 9.1. Uh, we invite the sick and wrong listening audience to vote on this one. But wait one second. We actually have a good listener submission this week. Uh, as usual, there are three articles done here on sick and wrong. And you can determine who actually won, who has the most uh, disturbing article for Podcast 43. I guess this guy's a big fan of the show. His name's Chris. And um, he sends us articles every now and then. And... Uh, yeah, he says he, li he listens uh, pretty much every week. So uh, Chris sends in this email, and he prefaces this by saying, is this even a crime in the South? So uh, this happened in Albertville, Alabama. Teen arrested for raping his mother. <laughs> Strange. Police say a Marshall County teen raped his mother to get revenge on his brother. 19-year-old Gary Helms Jr. raped his 45-year-old mother this past weekend. Um... In a twisted crime that police say he was doing it out of revenge. Uh, from what Revenge is, against his brother. Against his brother. So uh, from what police have gathered here... Revenge, rape, revenge against his brother by raping both of their biological Biological mother, mother. yeah. Mm. I, I don't exactly understand the thought process behind this, but um, I don't know. Let me, let me carry on with this article. Well, Maybe we can say, figure it out. Yeah, I have to say, I would be pretty pissed <laughs> say, if yeah, it was I, my brother. I wouldn't be happy if my brother raped my mother. I'd be like, I mean, wow, you zinged me. I guess in my case, it'd be my brother raping my father. But okay, I, I would definitely <laughs> equally. Pissed. I would definitely be upset. Um, so, yeah, from what, uh, what the uh, police understand, the rape stemmed from an argument between uh, Gary and his brother, and apparently they were arguing over a girlfriend, which kind of surprises me that this kid who would, you know, rape his mother would even have a girlfriend. But well, the rape. The brother took the girlfriend away, apparently. The rape was some sort of retaliation towards his brother, which leads me to believe that the uh, brother must have taken the girlfriend away. It was an unusual retaliation on an unsuspecting victim. And this is the best part. Authorities say Helm's mother was apparently passed out drunk on the couch when the rape started. During the attack, she did come to and recognize her attacker as her son. That's when, according to the police report, the mother tried to get away, but he held her down until he was finished. You know, you know, it's just funny to me. I just like when I read something like this, Albertville, Alabama, I just think of the show Cops. Don't you think of cops? I just picture this like white trash mother in some trailer park, and she's just like you know the TV's just playing America's smoking Next a, Top Model. She's smoking, smoking a Virginia, a cool, uh, yeah, Virginia, Virginia Slim, Slim one twenty, a Salem or something, and she's just like passed out drinking what I don't know three bottles of Boone's Farm, and then the uh, her own son comes over and rapes her, and she's just like, Ma? stop it. 
Come on, stop it, boy. Ma, I'm gonna rape you. <laughs> Get back at Billy. Now spread open those legs, ma. But yeah, at least she uh, tried to get away. I know. So the uh, yeah, the... it'd be creepier if she did. <laughs> if she was like into it, you might it. have had second thoughts. <laughs> I guess I'll find. I guess I'll just key his car or something. I wonder if he made her change positions. Yeah, yeah I don't know. You if have he's a like strange rape fantasy. I, I wonder if he's like, Mama, let's try doggy style here. But yeah, I guess she did try to get away. But um, one of the cops here passed his own judgment. I'm. It's totally sick, is what it is. Really? Well, he he's going to vote for this one, then. Helms was arrested and charged with first-degree rape of his own mother. Smith, the uh, police officer here, says it's hard to wrap your mind around. Quote-unquote, shocked, shocked would be a better way to describe it. That somebody would dip to the lows to do something of this nature is just pretty much a shock to the conscience of the general public. That's some wisdom from an Alabama police officer. Wow. I'd like to thank Chris for uh, sending that article in. On the sick and wrong scale, a child raping his own mother in retaliation against his own brother. It's kind of high. I'd have to give at least, at least, like, uh, just for in terms of creativity. You know, it's original. <laughs> I'd have to give it probably an eight. Really? Dude, he raped his mom and no, in no, revenge no. against his no, brother. How often do you ever read that? I'm saying, really, I, I was going to go higher... Quite a bit higher than that for the sheer fact that I've never. No one heard... died. Yeah, but I've never heard of anything like this. This okay, is completely so you... unique. So what are you gonna give it? I was gonna give it like a nine point two. You're gonna. You think that this article is worse than a kid getting his genitals burned by a chemical? Child abuse happens all the time. Yeah, I this guess. Is, I guess this for... is this is very disgusting to me because I've never even considered anything like this in my head. It's shocking to me. It is shocking and and very disturbing. Well, it doesn't we'll, matter what we score; it's all about the votes. It's so all about we'll the let votes. The listeners decide. So, listeners, yes, please decide. Go to the website sigwrongpodcast dot com. Use the new voting system, and uh, you can decide who actually had the most disturbing story for podcast forty three. the show here as usual um it's de rigueur here on a uh, sick and wrong to um discuss some of the listener email of which we've been getting a lot lately so i'm just going to kind of gloss over some stuff uh one thing i want to call out in particular our, our our japanese fan kenji kenji sent us some uh sick and wrong wallpaper which is awesome which is awesome it's like um yeah we'll go see it for yourself we should gonna, put a link I'm on the website i'm gonna put a link up on the website in case people want to download the wallpaper and put it on their computers which i highly recommend yeah it's, at work yeah, and definitely it'd be great for your office computer. Yeah. Yeah, so go check it out. Um, thank you, Kenji, for sending in that uh, delightful yeah, wallpaper. pretty incredible. Yeah. He's like, I make wallpaper for you. I hop you like. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kenji. That, that guy's great. Yeah. All right, and uh, one thing I wanted to get into is we do have the, uh, the uh, results here from the thought experiment. Yeah, As you might experiment. recall from uh, Podcast 42. Do you want to restate Wackerly, it? Like yeah, wa Wackerly uh, came up with this thought experiment. And uh, well, why don't you just restate it, rehash it here for everybody? Well, I'm not claiming that I, I 
thought this up on my own. But, but you posed it. It's I posed it. Uh, so you're sitting on a park bench. Here's the situation. You're sitting on a park bench. A homeless man walks up. And completely you look arbitrary. Up, completely arbitrary. You look up and see this homeless man, and he hurls a clear plastic bag right at your face. Now stop. Here's the experiment. Would you prefer that that bag be filled with the bum's semen? Cum. The bum's pus that would come out of a wound or bad acne, that sort of thing. Really bad acne. Or his diarrhea. A bag of bum diarrhea. So, so that, we, we put the question on the website and let you guys vote, and now we're going to present the results. Come pus urea. And unanimously, the vote was decided here, 50% of all people who responded said they would rather be coated with a bum's cum than a pus urea. Which is what I said. Yeah. You said cum, too. And uh, let's see. We had about 30% said they'd rather be coated with a bum's urea, which is what I said. And about 20% said they would um, rather be coated with the bum's pus. The pus is disgusting. Pus is by far the most disgusting. Did, you know you know what I was thinking, though? The fact that... I mean, you got to think about this. So how long would it take for a bum to accumulate a bag full of pus well, or a bag full of cum? Let's discuss this. That's exactly why the pus is disgusting. Because everybody's used to seeing pus. You pop a zit. And you see a little bit of pus. A little tiny bit. Or, or you skin your knee and it starts to heal and a little tiny bit comes out. But an entire bag. I mean, that would have taken years. It would take years. It would be rancid. That's why it's so disgusting. And the smell alone. I mean, yeah. the smell alone makes that the most foul. Right. Diarrhea, on the other hand, dude, I could fill up a bag of diarrhea right after one Taco Bell. Yeah. Dining I see experience. It all the time. You know? I mean, yeah, that, that happens all the time. But come. A bag full of cum that that would take a while. Yeah, but depends on what you come. But I mean, even Ugh. that would smell foul too. Well, um, yeah, cum definitely won. And I'm just gonna read a couple responses here from some of the uh, people who voted. Um, this guy Andy here said that he voted for cum. He said, if you think about it, semen is probably the cleanest out of the three and doesn't smell as bad as the other two. Semen just smells like bleach. I can handle that. How does he know? I, you know, I, I don't know. Why does Maybe semen... he, he hangs out in the Castro. And why does his semen smell like bleach? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never quite... I, you might I'm, want to go see I'm a hoping, doctor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, I, I agree with Wackerly. You should get that checked out. Um, e responded here that uh, he or she would rather be coated with pus. Maybe because it's so close to pussy. Or perhaps because semen and diarrhea come from the land down under. But pus is my vote, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if your or your girlfriend's pussies it has pus coming out of it, that's a problem too. She should go see a doctor. She should go see a doctor. I just like that line though at the end. Pus is my vote, bro. Yeah. You probably don't hear that too often. Uh, Robert here said that he would rather be coated with cum, less chance of getting a disease, and it's easiest to shower off. Or at least that's what a friend told me. <laughs> yeah, right. A friend. Uh, Dave J here said that... Um, he would rather be coated with uh, Rhea. And um, then he goes on to say another thing we were talking about in the last uh, episode that uh, we were talking about female circumcision. He mentions that there's an episode of Penn and Teller's bullshit that spoke about circumcision and spent time on the topic of male circumcision regeneration where dudes hang weight on their junk to stretch the skin back down over their head. Yeah, that's normal. And then he says, fuck that. So I think Good fuck point. that too. But uh, yeah, that, that's about it. So, uh, come... can, I, can I say something though? What the thought experiment, the premises, and you ask people these questions that are is, there is no right answer. It just no. depends on. But really, there Personal is. Personal opinion. But really, there is, because the worst thing would be a bag of compasseria. Oh, which like is a the mixture three mixed of the together. Three. Yeah, it's uh, commonly known that compasseria is the most foul uh, substance, blend yeah. substance in the known universe. So if a bum does happen to come by and coach you with cum pus urea at the same time, just kill yourself because there's no even there's no reason to go on living after or, that. Or don't and just become a complete badass because you have nothing to fear ever again in your life. You've, be, you've had cum pus urea Dude, all over you. I can honestly say I'd rather get shot. Yeah. 
I would, I would rather get shot than get Cody and somebody, when somebody puts a gun in your face oh. and is about to shoot you, you can just be like, fuck you, man. Bring it on. I had cumpusseria coated bums, on my... Bums, and Rhea right. in my mouth. Um, thank you for voting on that. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have some more thought experiments to follow. Uh, right before we get out of here, I just kind of wanted to say one thing. We just recently um, kind of, I don't, know, I don't know if the correct term would be joined or were recruited or uh, we're a part of a new uh, website called sickradio.com. Sick Radio is now hosting uh, Sick and Wrong, the podcast, and it's a startup radio. It's an internet radio website. Go check it out, sickradio.com. And I think there's like six or seven DJs on it. Yeah, and I think people who like this show might like the other shows on there. Um, it's all metal. He says it's the most brutal underground radio station on the net. Six shows for sick people. Offering a wide range of music, twisted thoughts, opinions, and ideas from some of the sickest DJs online. I believe that, but I kind of feel like we're maybe the comic relief of the group. Listen to these. Listen to the other <laughs> DJs' names. There's Gunhead, Kill Till. There's. I think uh, Kill Till is the guy who's hosting the site. There's Lord Wolf. These guys are all like super evil death metal. And these dudes. guys are pure like black metal, like uh, evil metal dudes. There's, there's Grim Spoon and the Evil Grinder. And <laughs> I kind of like Grim Spoon. And then there's D Simon and Lance Wackerly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, I, I kind of agree. If you look on the website itself, it's like you got all these guys with like skull masks and just like you know wearing like looking like they're out of the Highlander or something. Thing. And then you go down, and then there's D. Simon and Lance Wackerly, sick and wrong the podcast, people. <laughs> yeah, I think we are definitely the um, the comic relief. I but think, it's a, I it's think a if cool we had a room thing. with all these guys, we would have our asses kicked. But it's cool. We've yeah. been uh, we're there on the page. Apparently, uh, they well, like. What's kind of cool about know. is you can go to the you can go to the page and you can just kind of click on a bunch of different shows. And you can listen to all the different shows right from the page. And I think yeah. what the goal is. Um, he's just starting his own sick radio website, so yeah, it's going to be streaming cool. streaming radio online. So go check it out, sickradio.com. And I guess also if uh, you want to be a DJ, he's looking for DJs, so uh, maybe put on your own show yeah. on sickradio.com. The community can grow. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's about it for Podcast 43. Make sure you stay tuned next week. Podcast 44 will be coming up. And as always, give us a vote on Podcast Alley. Until next week, smell you later.